Hi, I'm Daniel. And I'm Josh. And welcome to Room 396. Uh, this is Season 4, Episode 2. Uh, along with us, uh, with me and Josh, is our good friend Leslie, uh, talking through us uh, on my, uh, through uh, speakerphone. Uh, say hi, Leslie. Hello. So, Leslie's going to be joining us today uh, because there was one time, uh, I don't know how long this was, it was quite a while ago where uh we were talking we were probably in the car going somewhere and we were talking about uh like bras were were brought up (laughs) and so um i think we were on our way to san jose okay oh wow that was was it that long ago like a decade ago (laughs) oh my gosh okay so then like you know like oh we should do a podcast of that and that just kind of went back and then um leslie was was showing like she sent me a text message with the image of bras right isn't that what she sent me um and then about and then about about how like uh we were going to be doing a podcast about bras so i said all right let's let's do it right i have nothing else to do um right now i mean i do have things to do but um i could set some time aside to to do this podcast so uh what do you remember realizing what we were going to be talking about like bras like why we're gonna? I think, I think it was how or why women wear bras or how it started. Oh, so was it like the history of bras or, or like what what they're good for? <laughs> what what are they good for, Daniel? <laughs> I don't know. I'm not a woman, but I would think that they're good for support, right? But girls are always it's... wanting to take them off. Uh, not me, but um, yes, it's basically. A way to, I guess it was more in the, I want to say 19, was it 19? I could be wrong. Uh, let me see, I don't even know if I wrote it down. I thought I did. Anyway, it was basically before it used to be a form of like a corset, and then after that it kind of transitioned into a bra, and basically it is for support so that you wouldn't be so revealing. Mm. Mm. But there's so many different types of bras now, right? You have like uh, your regular normal bras, you have your lace bras, you have your sports bras, right? So like they're there for what? Like why are they there? Like is it because, you know, do you need that support? Can you just let them? Because there's dresses that you don't use bras, bras right? Because it's you, you want something that's like not straps and stuff, right? I guess that, that is correct. Some women do not wear bras, but I guess it all depends on your size, too, because if you are on the bustier side, it's going to be a little bit more reveal, more revealing when it comes to a dress or a shirt, as opposed to if, I guess, if you are on the not-so-pleasantly um, gifted, if you will, <laughs> then you can't see so much, but I guess. For me, if, I, if you were asking me personally, um, I have to wear a bra. I don't like to not wear one, even if it has the little extra piece, which is basically support to hold your boobs in place, basically. Mm, mm. So I choose to wear one. So there is an option where it's a strapless bra, which means you do not wear straps. So that if you're wearing a tube top, which is no sleeve, then you can wear a strapless bra. Um, and that way you're still not fully like hanging, especially if you're like really big, your boobs are going to hang if you have no support. 
You know, I'll tell you a funny story that I, okay, so every time there's, um, I see a commercial, not every time, but most of the time when I see like, you know, Victoria's Secret commercials um, or something, uh, some advertisement about a lace bra, I remember, um, it doesn't really matter that, that what I'm going to say after this because uh, my, my little brother, my younger brother, <laughs> he, he wanted to buy a bra for my mom for Christmas once. But I don't know if he, like, he was, like, six, right, or seven, like that. So he was, like, really young. And it was like, oh, let's go get something for, you know, for a family for Christmas. Or maybe it was for a birthday or something like that. And so he just chose, you know, <laughs> something like that. And it was just, he, he doesn't listen to this podcast, so he doesn't even know. He won't even know about this story. But I always find it familiar, funny that that, that happened, like, every time I see, <laughs> see something like that. I always think of that 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 moment in time. Wait till I see him. <laughs> but you're not gonna tell him. It'll be our little secret, you know. Okay, maybe. <laughs> well, and, and there's also different sizes that a lot of people don't know, and I think that a lot of people go off of the number instead of the letter. But really, I don't know if you and Josh are aware, but the basically the letter represents like around like basically your torso. Um, that's the, the number and the letters are cut size. Yeah, I was uh, watching something about, um, I think it was on YouTube, because it was one of those videos, like suggestion videos on the side. Uh, and I don't know why it was brought up, because it wasn't like I was looking at lingerie or, or any type of like girl's underwear or anything like that. <laughs> but it was, um, it talked about uh, how to do the perfect or get your, your right bra size and stuff like that and like what the numbers mean and what the letters mean and stuff like that and you have to measure like underneath the bust and then at the the widest part of the bust to get your your size yeah i don't know if that's... it's just like it's just like getting a suit yeah when you get a jacket yeah. for a yeah. suit because you have to measure even on a man you're supposed to measure under you know below the boobs to, to get your true chest size and then you have like a butt on the boobs if you have to oh. modify your shirt oh they do that I don't I've never had a, a somebody tailor a, uh, yeah maybe we need me. to have you get tailored uh, a, a suit tailored to you and see and then we would have to I mean I thought they did that. like didn't they do it like under the arms mm-hmm. right but that's the only thing for I remember the suit yeah for the jacket part or yeah because the they gotta the make sure it fits you right and you don't rip it I think they also do the shoulders, your arms, pretty much everything. I'm just remembered of that That's a Raven episode where she buys that shirt for $200 instead of the calculator. Oh. And then, like, you know, towards the end, it's like, you know, uh, her dad is uh, getting a student. She's the seamstress, the tailor, and stuff like that. And she's, like, you know, saying, see, see, you know, and she's measuring like that. All that, all his, like, arms and stuff like that in the back. And then she does a tic-tac-toe on the back with the chalk. Yep, I remember that episode. <laughs> so what was when we were uh, little? What? Well, yeah, I mean that was that was a long time ago, you know, like fifteen years ago. Yeah, now she's married. Yeah, <laughs> good for her. Good for her. So was there anything else that we were going to talk about with the the bras? Do you remember? Because I I remember about doing that but I don't remember saying oh I don't remember like you know what we were going to be talking about 
I think there was something specifically that we were going to talk about, but it was so long ago that I have no idea <laughs> how it even came about. So at this point, it seems just kind of random that we're talking about bras. So I'm not really sure, but I mean, I think at one point, like I said, they were wearing like a corset. And then I think after that, they, and I want to say in Europe, it started transitioning into a bra. And I want to say they kind of went or drifted away from the corset like around um because of i think there was a shortage of the metal pieces if i'm not mistaken but i could be wrong mm. Mm. because that requires more metal than a bra because there is sometimes um a wire underneath the cup oh is there uh, do they still have yeah. that what do they still have that wire yeah, some of them are, so those are, they have wire and that kind of gives you the support you need. Some are uh, push bras, which they have like more of a, I guess, some of them feel like a little pump, but it's actually, it depends on what you get, I mean, whatever you get. I don't ever get those, so I wouldn't know exactly what's inside, mm. but that is more for girls who are more, I guess, on the flat side, <laughs> instead of you know, being more busty, so, but there is some girls who are busty and still choose to wear the push-up, it's called the push-up bra, which basically gives that extra push, and so you have a little bit of more cleavage than if you didn't have anything at all. Oh, well, that's good to know, especially for, you know, guys like me who aren't even interested in that type of stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Right, Josh? Right. So I guess that's it about bras then, right? So, you know, that. thanks for giving us that information, Leslie. Well, I, I don't know if it was accurate, but I could be wrong, but I believe that. I guess people could just Google if they want more information, right? True. And then go on Wikipedia, even though that's not a, a real source. So it's a good, good starting point, but, you know. But if people just want to read sure. Wikipedia, they could just do that too. The history of bras. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so now we're gonna uh, we're gonna move on to uh, what we've been kind of doing uh, since our last episode, which was when was it, Josh? End of April. End of April. So that's like three months ago. So in those three you months, you have to fill me, fill me up or fill me in on that. So what's going on? So we've been um, all we've been doing is just kind of doing nothing around the house. Uh, just been kind of watching a lot of YouTube where kind of, we get some recommendations on what we should be watching. So when we start watching that, uh, we kind of binge watch it. So we've been watching, I don't know if anybody's uh, seen the new season of Unsolved Mysteries that's on Netflix, um, but it's it's pretty good. Uh, Josh, you want to say something about that because you haven't talked much at all? <laughs> Um, I really like the new Unsolved Mysteries, even though it doesn't have a host. But I'm, I'm actually glad it doesn't have a host because you can't really replace Robert Stack, who was just so iconic in the original Unsolved Mysteries. Even when Dennis Farina did the reboot back in the early 2000s after he died, after Robert Stack died. He wasn't as good. But, um, you know, and they, they don't really do the cheesy reenactments that they used to do. It's more of just like long, you know, showing the actual property. It's more cinematic, I think, um, but it's still pretty good. And uh, I like the the new opening credits because it has that iconic 
unsolved mysteries theme that yes. scares everybody. Yes, I'm glad they didn't change that into like you know something more modern or something like that. Did, did Can you, you ever, tell me a little bit more on what it about? It's about mysteries that are not solved. Have you not seen the unsolved mysteries back in the eighties? 90s? No. It's basically a series of crimes that have been committed that the police have never been able to solve. Like, the original show had different categories, because you would have, like, mysteries like this, like, murders that weren't solved, but then you'd also have, like, missing persons or long-lost lovers that um, someone just really wants to reconnect with somebody. Um, and before the before the internet, this was the big the a big way for people to actually connect now you just go on like um you know ancestry.com or facebook google, google search or facebook and you can find long lost friends but um that's what the original show had so this and paranormal stuff and paranormal and stuff. ufos yeah like ufos and bigfoot and strange sightings and stuff like that so this this series had five like mysteries and one like ufo like people talking about a UFO encounter back in the 60s. Oh, okay. You said this was on Netflix? Yeah, it's on Netflix. There's only six oh. episodes, and then they're going to do another six, I think, in October. But I, the, my favorite thing about watching it was the memes that were created on Twitter because, like, on episode two, there's this husband who is just, like, crazy and says, like, these really crazy things. And so a lot of the memes that came out were, were I think, outstanding. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'll have so, to check it out. Yeah, because like on the old, on the original Unsolved Mysteries, there's an hour-long program, but there was different categories within that hour. So you would have like four stories, three or four stories within that hour. So the the whole story was kind of short, but now it's just one long hour, right? It's like hour episode. like 45 minutes. Of per... just one story. So it's not like three or four stories within that hour anymore. You just focus on, on oh, one. Oh, okay. So it's it's good. Like we watched uh, two of them, right? And then the next day we watched the four. Yeah. We just finished the rest. Yeah, I'll have to say I, having been watched a couple series uh, in quarantine or a lot of series in quarantine, um, I prefer binge watching now than, and I don't know is it if it's instant gratification or not, but versus like a weekly series, and I think about like you know Star Trek. Uh, Picard that was on earlier this year was like 13 episodes maybe 12 or 13 episodes and you had to wait every week for it to be released online to watch it and it was just like oh and it's and it's and I get it because you want to build that tension and you want to get that buzz per episode um but I I just really like being able to power through um episodes you know I've been trying to rewatch Deep Space Nine and I've only made it I made it almost to the end of the first season, which is like 20 episodes. And it's so, so tough. And I, and I wonder, like, because back in the 80s and 90s when Star Trek came back on the air, it was syndicated. So they did 26 episodes, 20, 26, depending on the year. Um, I wonder what it would be like today if they had done, like, a next generation, if it would have been the same or different. Or, you know, would they have done less episodes and made them more cinematic because you mm. have the budget for it? But yeah, I, I definitely am into binge watching now instead of like weekly series. I don't know. How do you feel, Leslie? Um, I I have to say that now that I'm home, I actually have been watching a little bit more TV than usual. So I agree. I can sit there and watch it. Like I know I started watching on Netflix. Um, 
while back, um, Fuller House, and I think they have their last season, because I think they're done already, they're not going to be doing another season, and I stepped there and I watched it within a day. Well, like I when I was watching Tiger Tiger King, or is it Tiger King? Tiger King, like you know, people are were already like I was I wasn't interested in watching it, but then I saw the people like talk about it on social media, and I started watching it, and I was binge watching it, but it was I was like five episodes in, I'm like, when is it going to get good? So I'm like, so I kind of like felt like okay, the next episode I'll watch, but it got to the point where it was like. I stopped at like the I didn't see the last two episodes. I got it that far as like I can't watch anymore. Even though it's only two more hours I could, you know, sit through. I just stopped and I was like, I'll come back to this later. So even though I like having like all the episodes at once, sometimes it's just I can't sit through it all. I don't I can't waste you a full day. I do need a break. And yeah. stuff. It's tough and I and I think if you it, there's two reasons, right? One is the show's not good enough to sustain your attention. Right, and you're just bored with it. And the other is you just right. have to have some self control of that. You can't spend twenty four hours watching a show. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I don't well, have that. Technically, I, technically, you can, but yeah. <laughs> I mean, I would sit there if a show is good enough. I would watch it all day because I just want to keep going. But then there are times where I'm just like, I just can't watch. My eyes hurt, or I'm just. I need to do some. I need to get up and do something to do something else. I mean, and you know, Netflix is kind of designed to do that because they allow you to skip the credits and they allow you to keep going, you know, kind of promoting that streaming and keep going because they want you on their service so they can brag about it. Well, it's kind of like Las Vegas. They keep you there with no clocks or anything because they want you to keep on putting your money in there. Yeah, yeah. And and then speaking of like... um, Speaking of shows you did want to watch. What? What what does that that mean? (laughs) Okay. I don't Oh no! That uh, her name is Carol. Carol Bas. Carol Baskin. Okay. Uh, but uh, Karen is the term Karen. Um, where did? What was the? What was the? What was the uh, SNL skit? The one where it was uh, where it had like Black Panther on it. It was the Jeopardy for Black Black Jeopardy. No Black Jeopardy. Yeah. Didn't he say Karen on there? Oh, I don't. You know, the one that puts uh, raisins in the potato salad. I forget, like, uh, who he, he mentions. You know, because, like, there's, all, there's always, like, you know. About. What? That wasn't from that Tiger show that you were talking about. No, no. What is that one about? Because I tried to, like, look into it, and I was like, no. I lost interest right away. Um, It was about um, exotic animals like like tigers and stuff like that and so like there was these people you know like tourist traps so you had uh big cat rescue which carol baskin owns um along with like her husband now but her ex-husband you know he kind of went missing so they didn't know what happened to him and people think that she did it um and and then like this other guy who who um has like these big cats and there were things happening on on in that 
I don't know what, what they're called, but uh, like park or whatever, but you know, there was injuries and, and all that stuff. Um, and then I talk about like this other guy who also had like a tourist destination for like wild animals and like big cats. And, and it talked about like how he kind of controls the women into like almost like a cult where they can't do anything without his permission and they can't do, they can't talk to their family. Um, or if they want to, they have to ask for permission, stuff like that. Actually, I don't, oh, wow. yeah, I mean, it sounds interesting, but I, I was bored, you know, I was like, this has to get good somewhere, you know, and I like, I like cults. So when I was talking about like that, I'm like, Ooh, it kind of got me interested. But then I was like, oh, no, I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm done with this. That's got, it's, it's an indication of how bad it was if, if you got bored with it. Why? Are you saying that I, li- I watch television? No, no, no. You like occult stuff. And like, yeah, you know, but I mean, it, it's like, you know, like three inches of cult stuff compared to like, you know, five feet of that's like. That's true. I mean, you do get bored easily. Of, you know, footage. So it's like, okay, it's not that, not that, <laughs> doesn't go really deep into it and stuff like that. But, um. Leslie, have you ever seen uh, in the in the eighties? Did you ever see the mysterious series of gold? It's a cartoon. Mm, it kind of sounds familiar, but I'm not sure to be honest. Where it's like these three kids, Esteban, Tao, and Zia, um, they're searching for like the city of gold, and they have like um, they're from. Ooh, well, that sounds so familiar. Tao comes later, but like you know, Esteban and Zia are they are in Spain, and they um, they go along with. Uh, with um gosh what's his name mendoza mendoza and sancho and pedro and they go to like the americas and then that's where they meet tau and and they're like you know because esteban can control the sun or bring the sun out and stuff like that so um so that was back in the 80s right and it's been it's aired uh it was aired on like i think uh channel 13 here like kcop but also it was on uh nickelodeon as well but um yeah so they they made a new they made a new season um when was it josh 12 back 20, in 2012 back in 2012 and we just watched it and we were binge watching it we were just watching like maybe two or three episodes because the episodes are only half hour long um but it was oh, okay. it was good like you know I, there was some where i was like oh i want to see what happens next and then sometimes mm-hmm. i just like you know i just want to get through it uh because we also they also made a third season Back in 2017. 2017. Um, so we had that one as well to watch. So I wanted to get through through both seasons and stuff like that. So it was it was good. Oh, okay. Yeah, and the new seasons, they go to China and Japan and... India. India and Iran. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because oh. they're, like, it's supposed to, like, there's, there's seven cities of gold. So in the first season, they it only talks about the first cities of gold. And then episode two, I mean, in season two, they go to two cities of gold, right? No, just one. One. Oh, yeah. And then on episode three, they go to two. Right. Season uh, three, they go to two. Yeah. Season three, go to two. No, season three, they go to three. Because there's the one in India, the one in Iran, and the one in Japan. Japan? Japan, oh, India. Yeah. India is the, oh. And then season two was all about China. Right. It's all about China. That's right. But that was that was stuff that we were binge watching too. And there's supposed to be a season four that comes out either late this year or early next year, but with 
the virus, who knows when it'll come out. Yeah. Yeah. That virus. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah, highly recommend it if you can find season two. Season two was only in English in Australia. Um, oh. And season three, or season three was the only one only in English in Australia. Season two was in the UK. Yeah. But they kept, like, uh, for, you know, season two and three, they kept, they kept the same voice actors. Yeah. Except I think Tao changed. It sounded it sound like he changed. His voice changed. And stuff like that. Uh, so we've been watched that. And then, uh, so we haven't, um, we're not interested in Disney Plus. Do you have Disney Plus, Leslie? Um, I do have it via my sister-in-law, so I do have access to it. Yeah, we have access. We're not paying but we have access to it. So when uh, Hamilton was released on Disney Plus, we decided to like just check it out just to see how long, uh, see how good it is, like everybody's saying. And um, mm-hmm. so when Josh like starts, you know, he loads it up and then uh, how long, how long is it, Josh? Two it's hours? like two hours and 40 minutes. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah. So long. With a one minute like intermission. Um, so, so hurry up, wash your hands, go to the bathroom. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you can pause it, but still, it was long. Right. So I was like, oh my gosh, I'm not, I'm not into musicals at all. Me and Josh, we went, Josh took me to go see Mary Poppins, uh, like four years ago, and I hated it. I'm like, I, I, I wasn't interested in it, so I didn't want to see it. And the whole time I was in there, I was miserable. Like, and that was like I a couple heard it was hours. a good show, though. Was it a good show, though, overall? Jo- did you like it, Josh? It was okay. I, I didn't, I mean, I know that the musical is more towards the original tone of the original novels, but, uh, okay. you know, I, I think I was, like most people, expecting to see the same kind of quality as the movie, and it kind of does that, but for the most part, um, I, I liked Mary Poppins Returns better than Mary Poppins the musical. I never saw Mary Poppins Returns, and I have no interest in seeing it. But yeah. But anyway, so... <laughs> So I'm like, you know what, you know, I was, I was learning a little bit about American history from my Americans politics class. So I was like, Ooh, I just want to see like what, what, what brings up. Right. So, um, so we watched it and, um, I'm not into that style of, of music that is used, but, uh, it took me about like 40 minutes to actually just get past that. Cause I couldn't understand what they were saying. Uh, when they were singing, I was trying to like, I was trying to focus on like, you know what, cause sometimes the lyrics go so fast. I'm like, what, what? And then, cause I know they're telling the story and I want to like, I know, I want to know, you know, the story. And so, uh, but after like about 40 minutes, I was like, okay, all right. I can understand their, their, their singing now. And, um, and I was actually getting into it. Um, and it was, it was really good. It was a lot better than I expected because I wasn't expecting anything i wasn't expecting much but uh i liked it i liked it i don't know if i'll buy the soundtrack but uh it was it was good like i i i was enjoyed by it um, are you gonna watch all the behind the scenes youtube videos and the mm, the meanings of songs and you're gonna go full hamilton no but but uh, like you know somebody who doesn't like musicals to begin with unless it's sailor moon um then i you know it's I was I enjoyed it. I I really liked it. Uh, there was a couple characters that I liked, like uh, who was it? Thomas Jefferson. Thomas Jefferson. Th- Thomas Jefferson was good, um, and then so was the the sister, wife and sister. I really liked them. 
Um, yeah. I think those so are out of a 10, what are you giving it, Daniel? Out of 10? Uh, I would give it like maybe 8.5. Wow, and you don't like musicals. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 I don't know why, like, the reason why I wouldn't give it like a 9 or a 10. Um, probably because it's a musical. No, I mean, <laughs> even though... Well, it probably didn't have its full attention either, so... Well, I, I don't want to say, I don't want to say, oh, it was a 10, because it's like, you know, that means that, like, I want to know everything about it, and I'm, like, full, hardcore fangirling over it, you know? So maybe, maybe I would say, maybe I'd say a 9. Maybe a nine, maybe a nine. I would say like a nine because like it, it held my attention. Oh, maybe because like, you know, in the beginning it didn't, I couldn't understand it. So it's like, you know, I it probably if I saw it again, maybe I would be like, oh, okay. Like, would I like it more? Cause I know people that watch it over and over again, they enjoy it more and more. And then they, they're just kind of hooked onto it and stuff. Hooked yeah, on Hamilton? Talk about it. Yeah. I mean, when Hamilton was, was talked about, you know, years ago, um, you know, I was like, oh, you know, let them enjoy that because, you know, people who are like Broadways and musicals and stuff like that, like, let them enjoy it. Um, but I have no desire to see it. But then when it's like, oh, it's on Disney Plus, and then all of a sudden, like, we have access to Disney Plus, we're like, all right, let me just, it's free, so let me just see what's what's going on, you know? Right. You know, would I pay to go see it? I think I would. I think I'd pay to go see it. Oh, wow. Oh, I did. Do you know what? I've just. Just rem- I just rem- was just reminded that um, about like maybe four years ago. Wait, what year? Yeah, maybe four. Yeah, about four years ago, I went to go see Forty Second Street. Is that does that sound? Is that right? Forty Second yeah. Street. Um, and, I think so. Uh, I went with somebody from work, and we went to go see it, and it was it was good, but it was still wasn't like my myself. I mean, did I enjoy myself? Yeah, but would I go see it again? Probably not. You know, it's not something you would do. It's not up your alley. No, it's not like I go see musicals every day. What about? I mean, Sound of Music. No, I don't like Sound of music? music. I don't like Sound of Music. You don't like Sound of Music? Mm-hmm. What's wrong with you? Who are you, Daniel? <laughs> I I think it's just because it's it's so mainstream. It's just like you know. Do you like any of the Rodgers and Hammerstein? Or have you you heard any of them? Um, no. No, I think all. I mean, that. I like musicals, but not. I I kind of agree with you, Daniel, because I'm not really into them. But it has to be something that really catches my attention in order for me to see it. So that's the main reason why I still haven't watched it, even though I have access to it. Um, it just doesn't call my attention. Kind of like everybody loves Rapunzel the movie. I I think I've gone to the first. 10, 15 minutes, and after that, I walk away. I cannot sit there, and I try to watch it multiple times. And Unfortunately, it's my niece's uh, favorite movie, and she tries to get me to watch, and I'm just like, why? Oh, oh, uh, I don't like, I mean, I don't like, I mean, I like Rapunzel, but yeah, I, it's not my favorite. I don't know why people go crazy over it. Um, yeah. But speaking of Rapunzel and stuff, and I, Leslie, I know you like Princess and the Frog, you know? Yeah. Uh, and do, do you like what, what Disney's going to do to Splash Mountain? Yes, even before they were doing that, a um, long time ago, I said they should just turn it into, because of a boat scene, mm-hmm. into something related to Tiana. So I'm kind of glad. I'm, I'm very stoked about it. I know a lot of people, there's a lot of you know people against it, and I, I get it. But I mean, Disney is always changing stuff anyway, so it's more of like, let's all embrace it. But I'm all for it. Yeah, I, I'm excited about it. Because um, I... 
um, I like Princess and the Frog and stuff. And it, so, so yeah. I'm interested to see how that drop is gonna work into the or tie in with the movie. Well, I think so, it, it's um, supposed to be. I think this the storyline is gonna be after the movie, so everything is. It's not like a. It's not a retelling of the movie, like it is like you know like when you go on Peter Pan or Snow White or something mm-hmm. like that. I think it's supposed to be after, after the kiss. Okay. I think that's what they said. Okay. So that's that's my interpretation is that it it happens after the film. So I don't, but I don't know. They still, I think they're still probably going to be working on on, on the whole story and stuff like that. But it's still exciting to, to know that Princess Tiana is going to have an attraction. It is, it is very exciting, but I just don't know if I can actually ride the ride because you guys already know I hate heights. <laughs> so I don't know how I'm going to conquer that. I definitely will try it at least once. You guys know it's at least do it once and then after that I'll have to do it again. Mm-hmm. But I've already done it once, but I have to now do it again because now it's going to be redeemed to my favorite princess. Yes. So, yeah. um, yeah, I think I'll be sitting with uh, Josh maybe in the front and you in the back. I don't know. <laughs> Something like that because you guys already know how that works. So, um, Did we go on Splash Mountain we, at, in Tokyo Disneyland? I remember we were over there in Korea Country. But yes, but it's different than here. But, okay. <laughs> but see, even like Walt Disney World, I, lo- I can go on the Walt Disney World one over and over and over because you're sitting next to each other. But to me, it feels like the drop is not as big as this one, or maybe it's just perception. I mean, I don't know. But I do not like the one here in Anaheim. Maybe, maybe it's because of the way you're seated. So that, so we'll just take you to the one in Florida and go on it when it opens. How about yeah. that? Yeah, definitely. I'll go on it multiple times. <laughs> I don't need to even need to have somebody sitting next to me. I'll be okay sitting by myself. <laughs> I was just thinking, like, you, like, you know, sitting by yourself. I, c- I can't even see that going on on that if you're, when you're afraid of heights. All I, the all... one, like I said, it's different, isn't it? This one seems like it's more of a big incline, and the one in Florida to me seems more like a slide. Yeah, I think ours is steeper. Yeah. So, and I think it's just, like I said, it might be just perception or the way it's, it looks, looks to me it looks very intimidating versus the one in Florida I just seem like it's just like a little slice <laughs> okay well we'll have to go on it when, when it opens so so yeah so that's I think we're coming to an end of our of this episode of episode 2 season 4 series 4 of room 396 so thank you for listening and I hope you enjoyed this and uh, look forward to doing more of these. So I'm Daniel. And I'm Josh. And I'm Leslie. That's right. <laughs> and th- thank you for listening to Room 396.